0: Welcome to Disruptive Successor, a show for next generation leaders in family businesses and entrepreneurs who want to disrupt the status quo and take their existing business to a whole new level. We all know that what got us here isn't going to get us there. This show will provide inspiration, advice, and resources to help you create massive impact. This podcast is sponsored by myself, Jonathan Goldhill and my company, The Goldhill Group, where we provide coaching for growing companies. I'm Jonathan Goldhill and my purpose is simple, to guide entrepreneurial leaders in family businesses towards more freedom and fulfillment. I want entrepreneurs to get clarity around the changes that will make them and their businesses more successful so they can experience the same freedom I've enjoyed in my life. Our proven practices challenge business owners to think differently about their business and how they're running it and quite literally become game changers in our clients' companies. Learn more at the goldhillgroup.com website where you can schedule your free strategy session. Hi, it's Jonathan Goldhill, and welcome back to another episode of the Disruptive Successor Show. If you haven't already listened to it, this week's podcast is a follow-up from last week's podcast on exit planning do's and don'ts for family businesses when you want to keep the business in the family. In this episode, I'll be covering some topics which will be published in a series of blog posts on the Goldhill Group website. This episode is about the board of directors and family council in a family business. In a future episode, we will be covering the weekly leadership team meeting, quarterly planning session, and annual offsite strategic thinking and execution planning sessions, which I help my clients run and make sure that they go smoothly. So today's episode, will be answering the questions of, When should a family business set up a board of directors? When should a family business set up a family council? How do you establish a family council? And what is a sample agenda for a family council meeting? All right, so let's get started. Let's start with when should a family business set up a board of directors? A family business should consider setting up a board of directors when it reaches a certain size complexity and stage of development and here are some factors to consider let's talk first about size and complexity as a family business grows in size and complexity becomes more challenging to manage a board of directors can provide guidance and oversight to help navigate these challenges there's no rhyme or reason or no simple answer to size and complexity But if you have questions about it, feel free to reach out to me personally at john at thegoldhillgroup.com and let's schedule a conversation around it. Next, let's talk about stage development. So if the family business is in its early stages, it's not going to be necessary to have a formal board of directors. However, as the business grows and becomes more established, a board of directors can provide valuable input and help ensure long-term. Let's talk about ownership structure as another factor to consider. If the family business has multiple owners or shareholders, then a board of directors can help ensure that all interests are represented and that decisions are made in the best interest of the business. Another factor to consider is strategic planning. A board of directors can help with strategic planning and ensure that the family business is on the right track for long term growth and success. Typically, in my experience, strategic planning has only been done with the leadership team. However, I have worked with nonprofit boards of directors that do the strategic planning. I don't have experience doing strategic planning with a board of directors that are not operating members of the business. So I can't speak from that experience. Succession planning is another factor. If the family business is planning for some kind of succession, a board of directors can provide guidance and help ensure a smooth transition. So in summary, a family business should consider setting up a board of directors when it reaches a certain size, complexity, and stage of development. The board can provide oversight and guidance and ensure all interests are represented, as well as assist with strategic And succession planning and help ensure long term success. Now, I have organized boards of directors. I have facilitated boards of directors meetings and I have participated in boards of directors. And I think the makeup of these boards uh, generally work well or best when it's an odd number of board members, say seven to 12 members. I think you can have an executive board or an executive team made up of the board of just a few members, typically like the president, secretary, and treasurer. But I find that seven to 12 seems to make up a good number, provided there's a good balance. So in a family business, a good board of directors might be someone from the accounting profession, perhaps your accountant, someone from... The legal profession, perhaps your main general counsel or lawyer, it could be someone from the community if or the, you know, if you're not working in a community, then the community of stakeholders. So someone from a stakeholder type of a business, that would be complementary, but not competitive, obviously. Someone from the industry that maybe has retired or exited or is at a later stage in development, than you are currently and can take you through that experience of whatever it is that you are looking for from the board. So a good board is going to be made up probably of business owners and community members from your stakeholder community. Now, let's talk about a family council. When should a family business set up a family council? A family business should consider setting up a family council when there are multiple family members involved in the business. And... The family wants to address issues related to the family's involvement in the business. So here are some factors to consider. Family dynamics first. So if there are multiple family members involved in the business, a family council can help manage the relationships and resolve conflicts among family members. Communication. A family council can help ensure that family members are informed and involved in the business's decisions and activities. Succession planning, of course, family councils help with succession planning and ensure that the family's values and goals are aligned with the business's vision. Governance, a family council can provide a forum for discussing and deciding on family governance issues, such as how the family will be involved in the business and how decisions will be made. Finally, education and development. A family council can provide opportunities for family members to learn about the business, its history, and its values. So a family council is really useful when there's multiple family members involved in the business, particularly maybe multiple generations of family members. And the family wants to address issues related to the family's involvement in the business. So the council can help manage These relationships, conflicts in these relationships, ensure communication and involvement from all parties, assist with succession planning, govern family involvement in the business, and provide education and development opportunities. So let's talk about how do you establish a family council. A family council is a great way to improve communication and decision-making, as we've just seen. So here are some steps that you can follow to establish a family council. Start by discussing the idea of a family council with all members of the family. It's important to get everyone on board with the idea before moving forward. Define the purpose and goals of the family council. This could include things like improving communication, resolving conflicts, and making decisions together as a family. Set up a regular meeting time and place for the family council meetings. This could be once a month, but probably once a quarter. It depends on your family's needs. I would say once a quarter would be more than adequate. Determine who will be part of the family council. This could include parents, children, grandparents, other extended family members who are important to your family and who have or play some role maybe in the family business, even if they're not active. Maybe they're a silent partner or maybe they're not. A partner at all in the business, but are a next generation family member who is not part of the business and needs to be kept informed. Create an agenda for each meeting that includes items for discussion and any decisions that need to be made. Encourage everyone to participate and share their thoughts and ideas during the meetings. Establish ground rules for the family council, such as respecting each other's opinions, listening without interrupting, and keeping discussions confidential and keep minutes of each meeting to track decisions made and progress towards the goal goals of the family council. So family councils are great for building stronger relationships, making better decisions as a family and improving communication. Let's talk about what a sample agenda for a family council meeting might look like. So, What we're talking about when we get together is making plans for the future, is making decisions on present day issues and discussing these important issues. So we might start with welcome and introductions. Welcome, everyone. Introduce the purpose of the Family Council. Take a few minutes to explain the importance of family communication and decision making and healthy family dynamics and remind everyone of the ground rules for the meeting. Then review previous meeting minutes. If this is not the first family council meeting, take a few minutes to review the minutes from the previous meeting. Discuss any unfinished business or follow-up items and ensure that everyone is up to date on the progress of any ongoing projects or issues. Goal setting. So discuss any long-term goals or aspirations for the family such as financial planning, family vacations, or educational opportunities. Work together to set specific achievable goals and assign tasks or responsibilities as necessary. Family finances, if appropriate, take some time to discuss the family's finances. This could include reviewing the family budget, discussing upcoming expenses, or planning for future investments. Sixth step would be in the agenda, planning for family events. Use this time to plan upcoming family events, such as birthdays, holidays, or family vacations. Discuss logistics, budgets, or any other details that need to be ironed out. Seventh, wrap up and suggest next steps. Summarize the key points of the meeting and ensure that everyone is clear on any action items or follow-up tasks. Remind everyone of the next family council meeting and encourage everyone to continue communicating and working together in the meantime. Remember that this is just a sample agenda and that you should tailor it to suit the specific needs and goals of your family. The most important thing is to create a safe, supportive space where everyone feels comfortable sharing their thoughts and ideas. Now, if you have something to contribute to this conversation, Maybe you're a family business advisor or coach or helps run boards, directors, or family council meetings. I welcome you to join me as a guest on the show and share with my listeners what you do to keep these meetings and these teams moving forward. Again, next week, I'll be talking about the weekly leadership team meeting, the quarterly planning session, and annual offsite for strategic thinking and execution planning. And I'll also be talking about the importance and relevance of the daily huddle. These are all things that I'm involved in as a business coach. I hope that you found today's episode helpful and that you'll send me your questions, comments, or indications of interest in participating in an upcoming show. Thank you very much and stay tuned for future episodes of the disruptive successor show this podcast is sponsored by myself jonathan goldhill and my company the goldhill group where we provide coaching for growing companies i'm jonathan goldhill and my purpose is simple to guide entrepreneurial leaders in family businesses towards more freedom and fulfillment i want entrepreneurs to get clarity around the changes that will make them and their businesses more successful so they can experience the same freedom I've enjoyed in my life. Our proven practices challenge business owners to think differently about their business and how they're running it and quite literally become game changers in our clients' companies. Learn more at the goldhillgroup.com website where you can schedule your free strategy session. Thank you for joining us on the Disruptive Successor podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe, review, and share with a friend who would benefit from the message. If you're interested in picking up a copy of my book, Disruptive Successor, go to disruptivesuccessor.com.